Come be a part of the Tea Party with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board Doc Holliday's Tea Party right now. It's only a click away. Welcome back, Patriots. It's Thanksgiving, and this week we got a special, special show. It's our Thanksgiving Freedom Show, and we got a great, great interview coming up with Julio Lara, and Julio was once a revolutionary as a teenager. He helped fight with Fidel Castro. After the revolution was won, he witnessed the killing the killings by the thousands. And he, he then left the revolution, went back into the mountains of Cuba to fight against Fidel Castro. He's lived to tell the story, and he's going to tell the story to us in just a few minutes. Another one of freedom's stories. And I'm here to tell you that you're listening to Doc Holliday's Tea Party. I'm your host, Ed Holliday. And you're listening to us on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. Listen, this show is going to be unlike our other shows. We got time for news next week. We're going to have a lot of news next week talking about what's going on in this world and this campaign. But the most important thing here, Thanksgiving 2011, is for everybody to get a grip on reality and know what's at stake in 2012 in the election that's coming up all over america people are being seduced to just not worry about things uh, between the media the mainstream media this administration and folks we have got to be alert and the reason i'm saying that is that this show will help you understand by someone who has experienced tyranny what we're going to be up against and what we're up against now. So stick with us. In just a few minutes, we'll have Julio and Laura on. And, in, and right now, I'm going to tell you about this week's Tombstone of the Week Award. And it goes to Occupy Wall Street, The Message. <laughs> I give the Tombstone of the Week Award to The Message. They're, the Message is so convoluted, convoluted and just so... Uh, irrational, the people who will work together, urinate in the park, defecate in the park, slash policemen. There's been murders, rapes, there's been stealing, there's been thieves, there's been all kind of things, and they try to promote this as nonviolent. And we've had protesters that are everything but law abiding. And again, the message is no message. The message, I believe, is everything from anarchy to communism, socialism, and they want to blame it on Wall Street. Let me just say this. Occupy Wall Street. You get this week's Tombstone of the Week Award from Doc Holliday because you have no legitimate message of how to build our country. All you want to do is tear it down. And I've got one thing to say. Listen to this interview coming up with Julio Lara, and that's why 
this week's Doc Holiday's Tea Party is going to be a little different. We're going to go straight into this interview. But before we do, let me remind you that Doc Holiday has a new book out. And the book is called Doc Holiday's Rock Splitting Politics Tea Party versus the Status Quo. Now, how many people want to continue the status quo? Well, in this book, you'll find out what is the 70 year itch in American politics. You don't know about it? Well, you. You should, and the only way you will is to read my book, because nobody else will tell you about the 70-year itch in American politics. Hey, those who like history, those who want to know more history, read about why Gettysburg parallels our political environment today. That's right, the Battle of Gettysburg. What does it have in common with the political environment we have today? You can also find out what is a Humpty Dumpty politician. It's all in the book, Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics, Tea Party versus the Status Quo. Where do you get it? Go to www.teaparty.ms. That's teaparty.ms. Or click on the, uh, the front of the Doc Holliday's Tea Party right here on the web page, and you can pick up that book. Help get the word out. We need everybody reading that book before 2012 elections. It's very important to get fired up and know what we're against. And you'll see a book that, unlike any other book you'll see anywhere written, and it's all for you. It's all for freedom. It's all for America. And that's what the Tea Party movement is about. And you read this book, and it'll get you fired up for the 2012 elections. So go to www.teaparty.ms get your book today get it for your friends hey get it for your political enemies hand them the book and say learn something now now do a few stretches and uh do some mental exercises hey let's get the spider webs just clear them out of your brain because we got a big interview coming up and you need to know what's important in life you need to know that somebody is trying to confuse you. I stole around St. Petersburg when I saw it all the time going change. I killed the Tsar and his ministers and I stayed there screamed in vain. I rode a tank and a jeep was back with a big squeeze. Oh, yeah, won't you guess my name? I tell you what, we got a lot to talk about, and communism is something that I think America's grown soft on. Where is it? What's it going on? People think, well, communists died when the Soviet Union died. <laughs> well, let's get real. Let's go right into the interview with none other than Julio Lara, and he's gonna, we're going to listen to his story. Hang on to your seats. Here comes Julio. And I'm going to let him tell you some of his stories. As a young boy around age 13, I believe, you said one of your parents passed away. Is that right? My mother passed away, and then the, uh, the communists started to indoctrinate me. And uh, how did the communists actually indoctrinate you? Well, I met the, the, uh, a co-student. He invited me to go to the chat. And I went, and I liked it, and I stayed over there, and I remember uh, being two or three days in those shots, 
a week. As far as going, and that's something that you just, uh, it, it enticed you and you enjoyed going, is that right? Yeah. They, the communists, when you read about, they offer so much and they everything is so marvelous that uh, you fall for. And that's uh, what happened to me, happened to millions of people. And you were in uh, uh, Cuba and at the time, and where, where were the communists as far as they come in and, and indoctrinate you? But uh, where did that lead you to then? Well, a year and a half later, I joined uh, Fidel Castro in the mountains. And I continued to get indoctrination, and we started to, uh, well, the revolution already was on, but I joined the revolution to overthrow Batista. And, uh, and I spent over there almost a year fighting in the mountains, even so there was not too much fighting because the communists, they work and brainwash the masses. Uh, Russia, for example, and in uh, overthrow the, the Tsars with only 100 men. And this is a very similar wherever you go. They work and brainwash the masses, and that's how they penetrate and how they won the, the revolutions. In Cuba, you were in the mountains with Castro, and yet you're saying the communists were working. It wasn't just in the mountains. The, really, the revolution was going on in the, the minds of the population. Is, is right, right. This is called, it's like everywhere, they worked very hard in the media. <clears throat> Fidel Castro was free from the jail for the, uh, the biased media and the media pressure. And uh, this is a very common thing, uh, how the communists work. Well, when you were with Castro, and then uh, what, what happened when uh, Castro did win the revolution? And you, you stayed with well, Castro? When we won the revolution, uh, they start to kill thousand people. Uh, they take it to a wall and they shot out in the public. And that became like a, like a circle. Uh, I don't know how the people can tolerate that and how can they join that. Uh, we never saw in Cuba we have those kind of people in those times, but we did, and it was uh, terrible. Uh, finally, I got sick, so so much killing, and I renounced and go back to my father. I know that the killing is going to occur because that's how they brainwash me, that we have to eliminate the Burgoy's class, which is the... Uh, the the high uh, high class, or oh, uh, but uh, really, it's whoever is against them, they kill them. Did you? Uh, when we won the revolution, the killing was uh, rampant. Now, all over the place, we killing people, killing people, and I got sick, and I go back to my father. So you had orders. Uh, how old were you when the revolution was won? And, and Seventeen. Expected you to be a part of the killing process? Of oh, yeah. They was expecting me to be part of the killing process. And they was, uh, uh, in another word, to be a communist, to be a sect for the party, you have to do whatever needs to be done to stay in the party. In another word, to be in the elite, and they are testing the people. As a matter of fact, the, that's the process after they take the government, how they select their elite. He's a how criminal and how, how they act. That's how they select the elite. The elite have to be a very cruel a bunch of people, 
And that's how that selected. And I guess uh, I don't want to participate. I didn't know anything. I saw that we were socialists. I never saw that we were communists. Uh, my uncle opened me the eyes about the communists, and I has uh, and, and I was a uh, wonder already if my uncle was a right or not. But uh, I didn't know anything about communists. I saw we were socialists, and I saw that Cuba is going to be a paradise after that. But uh, never. Nothing was going on, and and so you're saying that if you wanted to move up in the communist party, it was how dedicated you were to following orders. Is that? Is that yeah. Correct? Yeah, is uh, in every in every communist uh, 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 the communists are very dedicated for being a communist. They use everybody. You see over here in this country, uh, forty or fifty percent of the people they are following the communists right now. Uh, they will be eliminated or put to the side when they finish. If they know they know too much, they will be killed. If they don't know too much, they just put to the side. Because a communist is, uh, is uh, you have to dedicate your life complete to that uh, system. You have to uh, give it all, or, or you are pushed to the side, and you have to live uh, an extreme uh, villain because any small mistake that can cost you life. Julio, you, you were saying that once the communists got in control, even some of those who helped fight for the revolution... If they weren't oh. dedicated communists, they, they got rid of If they knew too much, they'd get rid of them, even though they helped them fight the revolution. Right. Every, every, every country. I just study the communists. I have been 40 years. In every country, it's the same thing. If you follow the communists, uh, that's not good enough. You have to be loyal. You have to be 100% devoted to the communists, or they eliminate you or, or put you to the side whatever is better for them at that time. Julio, you were talking about when all the killings started after the, after Castro got into power, the communists were in power, and, and the killing did they go in the villages and, and bring out the, the educators? Every and, town, in every place. Uh, as a matter of fact, that after the revolution, uh, a lot of the, uh, the bosses that stay uh, uh, like a, uh, in each city, uh -huh. The commander in each city, they don't have beer or nothing. They were communists. They was inside the, the population. They never went to the mountains. Uh -huh. And this is the people who was installing the real communists in Cuba. And they followed the doctrine uh, up to the penny, and they sacrificed. They really, uh, uh, I wish that we would be in the way the communists are. They dedicate their life to the to the cause. Now, how did it go into and, and clean out a village as far as who, who did they pick to be shot? Well, it's, it's a very simple uh, because uh, uh, when the Russian Revolution was a general, the, we, the, we find in the archives of Russia an order that a general gives to the soldier when the revolution, mm -hmm. and the soldiers say, we are not against to anybody except the Burgoyne class. The Burgoyne class is the high class. You are not looking, when you did uh, retain somebody, you are not looking for uh, what he did, uh, uh, what kind of the problem he's in. You have to look where he's coming from. Mm. If he's coming from the high society, if he's, uh, uh, if he's uh, not identified with us, 
this is the guy that we have to kill. And that's what, what they did when they took Cuba. They don't wear after. They were killing everybody. The communists, uh, over here already, they are building those communes where mm -hmm. they want to put people in there to live like animals, mm -hmm. uh, like the uh, same thing in Cuba and wherever they go. And this is, uh, 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 this is the way that the population in a communist country should be. Uh, followers, uh, they don't want anybody who think, who, who can uh, draw conclusions. So they would, uh, did they try to do anything like re-education camps? Or did they, if somebody was smart or, you know, would question them, they just got rid of them? Is that, is that pretty much the, what happened? The, the, the smart people, especially the one against the, the government, they just uh, kill them. Just chatting. In, in Russia, they killed uh, 40 million in China, they killed 60 million. In uh, uh, Cambodia, they killed one-third of the population. Right. Now, what would you say in Cuba? How many people died in Cuba after the revolution? Well, in Cuba, they killed about 45,000 is what the what we have been found, which uh -huh. is uh, that made Fidel not the most uh, criminal communist. But uh, that's what they killed, about 45,000, including... 13,000 that uh, die uh, trying to escape Cuba. Uh, Julio, you, you said that uh, after you saw all the killing, then you went back into the mountains to fight against Castro. Well, <laughs> after I, I left uh, Castro, went to my father, uh, they went and took all my father's possessions, and I put my father in jail. And I really was in shock because I saw it was part of the revolution. But what I did is I go against them and I went to the mountain again. And against Fidel Castro was a very different uh, thing. They are they are they know how the guerrilla affairs are, and they really know. And we had a very very hard time over there. And you said they were, uh, and, and did the group that you were with, did they get captured, or, or you had to surrender, or how, how did you come out oh, of that? We, we, the maximum people that we were in the mountains against Fidel were 2,700. Mm. They put about 100,000 people after us. They make a big military circle, and they eliminate all the food inside that circle. And we only 41 saved our life. I am one of the 41 survivors. Now, there was 2,700, 41 yeah. survivors. The rest was killed or put in jail. And you, uh, now, how did, did, did you have to go to jail or did you escape? No, no, that? I didn't go to jail. I, I escaped the circle and I hired in some uh, sugar cane fields mm -hmm. until my family picked me up and sent Okay. And in the embassy, I got pro uh, diplomatic protection. Yeah, but uh, well, tell me about, you said your family. How did you get a message to your family that you were hiding yeah. in the sugar cane? Yeah, I, I was lucky because I know somebody in a small town. They call him Manakisnaga. And I went over there, and I saw those people, and they was feeding me one time a day at mm -hmm. nine. And I was hiding in the, in the sugar cane. And that was complete out of the mountains in the in the sugar camps, and 
uh, I was able to send a message to my family, and my uncle came, and we talked with him, and he said, it's, not, it's nothing to do over here, you got to leave the country, and we agree. Uh, after the, the big uh, operation in the mountains uh, cleared up three months later, and they eliminate everybody. Mm. They sent a taxi, and I went to La Habana, and I jumped the fence of an embassy, and I got diplomatic protection. I went to, to Venezuela. And that's how you got to Venezuela, and then how many years did you spend in Venezuela? About four years. Um, finally, I came to this country. Uh, did you get to see or hear about what was Chavez was doing and how he brought in socialism, communism to Venezuela? Yeah, when I arrived at this country four months uh, later, I formed my first company. And my, my guy was very successful in business. And about uh, in the middle 70s, I went back to Venezuela, and I put a branch of my business in Venezuela. Mm. The guy was very involved with, uh, with uh, Venezuela because I used to go over there very often, and I used to run my business over there. And what happened is that when I see what he's coming, what he say, and I saw everything, I closed my business again. I have been thrown out of the two countries by the communists already. Mm. So you got out of Venezuela, and and uh, and and now what? You've seen communism, you've seen tyranny, you've seen, like you said, much more death than any person ought to see in their lifetime. And what what do you see coming in this country? Do you see the, some of the same socialistic uh, tendencies? Do you see communists trying to work in this country? Oh, yeah, the same thing. As a matter of fact, the Agenda 21 and the sustainable, uh, that's communist with another name. That's, uh, and they are very strong. They are working very hard. And um, I am very worried at this moment. If we don't win the next election, I don't think uh, we have a chance to win. If well, we lost the election, that's the last chance that we got. You're talking about the presidential election in 2012. Yep. If we lose that election, I don't see any uh, anything we can do to recuperate this after that. Uh, that that's a big statement. You feel like if we don't win this election, or the conservatives don't win this election, then uh, we, we'll end up in full-blown socialism going into communism. Is that what you fear? Yep. Uh, oh. I, I am almost 100%. So you, That's going to happen. You have lived through uh, seeing communists take over two countries, and now you fear for America. That's that's what you're saying. Yep. And it's no place to go. This is the last frontier. Wow. I mean, that anybody that loves freedom ought to hear your words and, and, and double their efforts, whatever they're doing in a Tea Party or whatever they're doing to uh, expose what the communists and the socialists are trying to do in this country. And I appreciate you bringing that up, Julio. Yeah, we have to be very, very uh, conscious of what is going on right now. It's a, it's a very, there is a, 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 the communist is a venom that uh, Americans don't know. They don't have any idea, the American people, what, what kind of the cruelty they, they do, what kind of cruelty these people represent, and how 
uh, grows on how how criminal they act. And um, we cannot say that America is going to be different because they have been the same procedure in every country they have uh, 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 reigned. The American is going to be the same. It's no chance that it's going to be different. Going back to your teenage years, and you're talking about how you went and to fight with Castro for the revolution. You thought there's going to be a workers' paradise, is it? and that's you. Yeah, think? they promised me that after we win the revolution, this is going to be a paradise, and, and that's what we fought for. We saw. I I saw the the. the that I was doing a good thing for Cuba. And I see a lot of people in this country uh, thinking in the same way. They think that they are, uh, and it's not. It's very, very different for what they promise, what you get. It's a, it's, a, it's a very, very bad situation to be uh, in the situation the American is today. Julio, the, now I know you're keeping up some of the news, but this Occupy Wall Street and the, uh, the Occupy Wall Street protesters, do you see a communist uh, part in these uh, protesters that are in the different cities in our country now? Uh, the protesters, uh, it's not going to go away. That's what I say in something that I wrote about two months ago. They are not going to go away. They want to be here. They are testing what they can and they cannot do. <clears throat> and believe me, when they have a feeling that they can take over this country, they will. And that's the way they are testing. If uh, by the, if when we get close to the election, they feel that the, they want to lose the election, <clears throat> it's my own belief that they're going to try to take the country. Wow, what you just said, you know, and I, I think it's, other people may have thought that, but I hadn't heard anybody say it. But you're saying that these Wall Street protesters, Occupy Wall Street, may be testing the ground, and if it looks like the election's going to be lost, they could actually cause havoc and maybe keep the elections from happening or, or, or protesting the election, saying nobody got the vote. <laughs> no, no, they already have the law in place where if it's a big disturbance, they can't uh, implant the martial law, and then all the local and the state laws will be without effect. The country is going to be run by president orders. Wow. And it, this is what they do, and get the country used to uh, those revolts, and when they get too big, or they, that's, that's what they're trying to do with those uh, revolts. And uh, also... They are brainwashed the American to get used to uh, the jailing. So many people in jail today. So because the day that they have to put all of us in a concentration camp, they got everything ready to do it. Wow, that that, that is really scary to hear what you're saying. And do you think Americans are just so naive they think it can't happen here? Is that and does that concern you? That's exactly what's happening. Let me tell you, six months before they confiscate all my father's uh, property, uh -huh. his banker came and told him, Julio, I got the U.S. dollars over there. You sign me a note and I can give whatever you want. And my father say, I haven't uh, mortgaged uh, my ranch 
in so many years, I am not going to start right now. Six months later, he lost everything. Mm. You know, that kind of ignorance in know what is coming, I see in, 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 in millions of Americans right now. Vision, you can see almost like lambs going to a slaughter. They don't realize what, what can happen if the commies actually get in charge. Right. They don't. Uh, they don't know what uh, what is coming. Nobody knows what is coming, and they are uh, trusting. I go to the county meeting over here where they try to install those communist law, uh, and I try to explain uh, wh what it's all about. And, and I have been doing this for 20 years because I've been fighting communists for a long time, and it's the same thing. They look me like I am crazy. Uh, what is this guy is talking about? And well, he's sad because uh, this is exactly what is happening. Hilo, that's what, exactly why I wanted to get you on Doc Holliday's Tea Party and try to let the, let the country know. We, this radio show goes out across the country, and they hear somebody has lived through communism and actually saw two countries go under communism. And, and you're telling us that it, it's time to get serious and they're actually... People in this country are involved in this country who want communism to take over this country. That's what you're saying. It's there are yep. people here that want to take over this country. If we don't win the next election, presidential election, and if we didn't turn this around, this country is going to be lost. Mm, mm, Unfortunately, mm. because there's no place to go. And this is the last frontier. I love this country more than my own but mm. unfortunately that's the real truth that's the that's the sad truth of what is uh, is happening and so you're saying if america falls there's really nowhere else to go no where you can go it's a uh, 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 this is a global they got what they calling right now the uh, the uh, new world order mm. and they are doing this in the whole world that's what they do in the whole world. Is, uh, America is the only obstacle they have right now uh, to, to, to accomplish it. Julio, uh, tell me, you know, a very important vote will be the Latino vote in 2012 presidential election. And President Obama did very well with the Latino vote last time. Uh, do you see any way that uh, uh, the ch whoever the challenger is to President Obama, do you think the Latino vote could... Swing to the conservative side. Yeah, I am working with the Latino, the Latino Tea Party in Orlando. Right. And uh, we are trying to teach them because they have been misinformed, and we're trying to inform them the right way, the reality. A lot of them believe that the. A tea Party are racist and are this and that, and we are working very hard uh, to tell them the truth about all this. And, and we still have a long way to go, but uh, we are working in that, too. I appreciate you doing that, Julio. And, and right here at Doc Holliday's Tea Party, we work to fight that, uh, what the media tries to call the Tea Party racist, and that is the furthest thing from the truth. We love freedom and I'm glad that we've had you on the show to help explain the dangers that are ahead if we don't... Uh, yeah, we are doing that with the, with the Latinos, yeah. We have to because uh, they are misinformed and uh, 
this is a it's a, it's a lot of work. Uh, the Tea Party local over here right now, we are teaching people for the election because uh, they are planning to steal the election. Mm. And now, let me tell you, these people are very capable. Now, how how would they steal the election? Well, how how? Well, do you the electronic they machine they can fix the electronic machine, but now they try to impose a law where anybody can go and vote and it's illegal, they can't tell it no. Mm. And that's how they try to get away with uh, some... But uh, it's, it's unbelievable, you know. It's, uh, so many things that you can see every day that they are doing, and the people still are believing that, that this is not true and believing that this is not coming. It's, uh, it's frightening. It's, uh, it's something that I didn't know before because... Nobody want to listen. Everybody, it's a sad story. It's a, the people are, when they are in the comfortable zone, how I call them, they don't want to get out of the comfortable zone. They want to stay there, and they don't want to sacrifice, and they don't want to do nothing. And that's going to take us to lose, complete, to lose the whole country. Mm, you are giving a great warning. Now, we said one thing about stealing an election. You know, <laughs> I never have understood why, and I know in the uh, state of Mississippi, they went to electronic uh, voting in most places, and, but it seems like all the software is coming from Venezuela. Now, is that, do you know anything about that, or do you? Or do you all the no, software? they send the software to, uh, from here to Venezuela. And, and, and It's in the other way around. Oh, okay. In the software that they send from here to Venezuela, they can change the machine from the outside with a clicker. Mm. They don't even have to go uh, battle with the machine. And this is something that we are working right now. How, do, how can you expose that? How can you tell people about that? Well, they go to boat, and what they do is that they put a software in there, mm-hmm. in every machine. Right. The guy go a boat, and they put a cart, there is a software. When they put that software inside the machine, that software, when the election finish or just when it's about to finish, they do the click and the whole system change for whatever they want and the, uh, it will destroy itself after do the job. There's no way to trace it. And they got machines like that in Venezuela? And no, no, they send it from here to Venezuela. Right. This is what they got over here for the next election. You say that the machines are here. Now, now, what goes to Venezuela? The software? Or they just, or That's where the software company is? I think. Yeah, the software and how to operate it. They are helping each other. If you follow uh, everything that Chavez do over there, uh, this guy do it, or every time, everything this guy do something here, they will do it in Venezuela. They 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 are working together. I, I appreciate you so much for coming on Doc Holiday's Tea Party, and I do want to stay in touch. And we're, we're going to check back with the uh, Latino Tea Party and, and see what they're doing to gear up for the elections next year, also. Well, before I go, I would like to say that I wrote a book about all this. Yes, yes. Tell us the, the about book the book, is, uh, American Apocalypse, How to Stop the Destruction, the Destruction of Liberty, 
please uh, buy the book and uh, uh, get a get a knowledge of what is coming, what is going on, what is happening in this country. And we Helio, all have to work together to save it. Helio, how, how can uh, how can I get a copy of your book? You got a website or? Yeah, we have a website, but you can go to um, Amazon. Amazon, okay. And Amazon, and look for, uh, my name is Julio M. Lara, L-A-R-A, and the book is American Apocalypse, and you can buy the book in, in Amazon, or you can buy it uh, in my site, too. If you, I guess today, if you put Julio Lara, I will appear over there in one way or another where you can... And go and buy the book. Right. Well, I'll, I'll, and we're gonna get that website up. I'll I'll put it on when the, when people go to the show. I'll I'll have that website where they can link and buy that book. Then. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank and you so I'm much. Looking forward to the people to learn and know and know how to defend themselves and know what to say when they are being interrogated when they are being challenged by a communist. Well, uh, Julio, you have done a great service and, and uh, for all our listeners and for freedom, and I appreciate you, and we're going to stay in touch. How about that? Very good, very right. good. God bless you, and God bless America. God bless America, Julio. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And that's our show, the Thanksgiving special about freedom. Freedom is not free. Thank you, Julio, Laura, for being on this show. Thank you for what you're doing for freedom. And let me tell the Tea Party listeners across the country, thank you what you're doing for freedom. We have an important historic election 2012 coming up. You must get involved. Nobody can do everything, but everybody must do something. The cause of freedom is calling for you. Happy Thanksgiving. God bless America. We'll get back on track with a regular show next week. Welcome all our new listeners. Keep listening to Doc Holliday's Tea Party, and we will have a program for you next week that's going to build on freedom. God bless you. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Tea Party. You can order Ed's book, Walk With Me, A Patriot's Guide, from the Boston Tea Party to today's Tea Party Revolution by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.